This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Welcome back to Jamie All Over. A lot of you guys were asking about the update on that prolon fast mimicking diet I did last week. And I was saying at the time that I recorded last week's episode, I think I was on the last day, so I couldn't fully give you the results until the next day. So now that I've had a week to think about it, I can definitely give you an accurate assessment. I stick by what I said last week and I don't recommend it. In fact, I'm a little ashamed that I even bought into it, that I was sold by an influencer and tried it. But I'm glad that I did because now I can warn others about it. And it's so funny because I always kind of say like I'm an anti-influencer. I hate influencing. I'm not an influencer. Anytime I am offered things here and there, most of the time I'll turn it down because I'm like, I would just rather pay for this product than get it free and then have to try to convince other people to buy it too. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's not authentic. And I know that that's how all of this business is run. But even, you know, with the podcast, when those McDonald's ads mistakenly slipped in and I was like, no, cut them, take them off. I would rather have no ad than something I don't believe in. So I'm happy to be an anti-influencer and warn you all I'd rather you save your money and not waste it. And I'm annoyed that I wasted mine. I think the most dangerous aspect of this prolon thing is that it could trigger an eating disorder. That would be my big worry. If I was an influencer, for any amount of money, I don't think I would advertise it. And I don't think I would ever tell people to do this just because of that reason alone. On top of it, I mean, if my goal was to lose weight, it didn't work. I didn't lose any weight on it. But regardless, I didn't necessarily do it for the weight loss aspect. I was just curious. I was curious about this whole like reset, anti-inflammatory, feeling a ton of energy, all of that, which I didn't have those benefits either. I felt like shit, as you know. I feel like I'm still kind of feeling the effects of it. I'm tired and my brain is definitely not clear. It's If anything, it, it went the other direction and it's a little bit foggier. So in no way do I recommend this program. Like I said, I'm annoyed at myself that I even fell for it or wanted to try it. But the benefit of it is that I can give you an honest experience with it. So did any of you listen to Shenanigans? It was a fun episode. I returned. Raquel wasn't supposed to be on the episode, but somehow we talked her into doing it. I mentioned a perfume that one of Sheena's neighbors was wearing in the elevator on my way up to Sheena's, and it was so delicious. I told everyone on the podcast what it was, but I made sure to go buy my own first. 
just in case there was any sort of a shortage. I don't know how many people are taking that recommendation or not, but just in case, because it's happened with other things that we've mentioned on the podcast. So I went to Nordstrom to get it. It's by Lancome and thought it was called Idol, which is what I said on shenanigans, because that's what the girl in the elevator said to me. So I go to Nordstrom. I asked them where it was, and she was so happy to correct me that it's Idol. It's not Idol. And there's an E at the end. Just a heads up to any of you, if you don't want to feel like a peasant when you go ask someone (laughs) at the counter for it, that's how it's pronounced. So did you hear that Netflix is losing a ton of subscribers? They were down about 200,000 in the first quarter of this year. They're blaming that on people sharing passwords. They said that they're going to crack down on this. So when I heard that, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, because guilty, I'm sharing my brothers. Remember when we all just had cable and there was one bill every month and we had all the channels? And then we decided to ditch cable because streaming would be less expensive. And then all of a sudden you get Netflix and then the Hulu and then Disney Plus. And then you want to watch the shows that are on cable still, just your select few. But now you don't have a cable subscription. So how do you do that? You're paying more for their streaming services. Ultimately, I'm pretty sure we're all paying more now combined for all of our streaming than we were for cable in the past. So I feel like something needs to happen to streamline everything again. I don't know how that can ever happen because now they're all separate entities. Something new is coming. I feel it. I was on Hulu because obviously I'm watching the Kardashians. I noticed that they're really leaning into that female viewer because like 90% of their new programming seems to be true crime related. I don't know about you, but I can't really watch that stuff anymore. I used to love like forensic files and stuff like that. But what I noticed after watching all of these, it just made me super paranoid. If I was parked in a garage in a mall or something in a parking garage, I was always looking over my shoulder. I was like, is this when I get kidnapped? I was just paranoid all the time. So I watched those shows very selectively now and I often survey my friends who are female and I'm like why do you think females like true crime so much I kind of thought that this could be it but they all say that it's because they watch it because they think knowing how these people operate these killers and everything how they operate having that knowledge can help them if it ever happens to them isn't that a sad sad thing that we live in a world as women that we can just be overpowered and we can feel so out of control in certain times physically. And I don't think men understand that. I was having a conversation about this with my ex-boyfriend and his bandmate. It got into like a pretty heated discussion and I had to get up and walk away and go meditate for five minutes in his room by myself to calm down. But I had said, if I'm out jogging or walking and there's a man who's jogging behind me. I appreciate if he crosses the street. I just think it's a nice gesture that he crosses the street and realizes how terrifying as a woman it is to be walking and having a man run up on you from behind. And I said that I was having a conversation about that with Justin Hartley one time. And Justin said, anytime he's jogging, he crosses the street if there's a woman by herself. And I always remember him saying that. And I always remember how aware he must be of what it's like to be a woman in that situation. For those men who are not aware, like my ex-boyfriend, 
I was simply telling him that story. He laughed at Justin doing that. And he said, I can't believe a man is going to change his behavior based on what this woman thinks he would do to her. That's not our fault as men if you think we're going to do something to you that we're not. And he just took that stance so hard that men should not have to change their behavior based on women's fears. And I was just so annoyed that he couldn't even hear what I was saying. He couldn't understand that women may have a different experience in this world than men. There are situations where sometimes we may not feel safe. Maybe it's unwarranted. True. Not every man is going to attack a woman when they run up from behind. But those men that understand it could be scary and cross the street, I just think are very courteous. He disagreed. So I got up and I went into his room. I shut the door and I just sat on his bed and I was breathing. And I was trying to calm down. Like we didn't yell. It wasn't an argument when I say heated. It wasn't heated like that, but I got heated. And so I removed myself from the situation and I went and I I sat down for five minutes until he interrupted my silence and walked in. We basically agreed to disagree on that situation. It was disappointing that he couldn't understand my point of view. You know, it's a touchy subject. I don't even know how I got onto it. It's a touchy subject when you talk about men and women, especially in this day and age. This is my experience as a female. I'm not saying all women feel like this. And I hope if you don't feel like this and you feel empowered all the time and you feel safe all the time, That's awesome. I would love to know what that world feels like. But this is just a reality that has been a part of my experience. Getting back to the Kardashians on Hulu. Did you guys notice that Chris kept bringing up beta blockers and offering them to Chloe like it's candy? I don't even know what a beta blocker is. So I had to look it up. It's a drug that kind of lowers your blood pressure, lowers your heart rate. Obviously, there's side effects disorientation, short-term memory loss, rapid extreme changes in mood. That doesn't sound good. Inability to concentrate or think clearly. Okay, none of this sounds good. Why is she just like freely offering her own prescription to her daughter and putting it out on TV like that? Much like the Prolon purchase, I am disappointed in myself that I watched the Kardashians. I just, I don't want to buy into these things anymore. Something in me wants the Kardashians to go away. I don't want them to continue to have this influence on our society. It's like, at what point is their reign, pun intended, going to be over? When are we going to have enough? I don't know, but I watched the show, so call me a hypocrite. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. So there was a show on Hulu called Dating App Horror Stories, and I was like, I need to watch this. And at first, I couldn't get it working, and I was like, oh my god, is Hulu being overloaded with everyone trying to watch the Kardashians? Did Kim Kardashian break Hulu? But I eventually got it working, and I saw episode one was kind of a wake-up call about all of these dating apps. Because it's so normal now that this is how most people are meeting each other, especially since that pandemic and it was pretty much the only way people were communicating because no one was going out anymore. 
And now it's just kind of like a regular part of society, the way people meet now. But we truly don't know who any of these people are on the other side of it. And I've done some stupid things. During the pandemic, I met someone because everything was closed, which a lot of these fuckboys were using this as an excuse to get you over to their house. And he was like, everything's closed. Do you want to just come here and I'll cook you dinner? And this is the only time I ever did this and I went to a stranger's house, but I did it. A couple of my friends have my location. I told them what his name was, what his address was. They were watching my location to make sure I left and I texted when I left. But just looking back after watching this dating app horror stories show, I'm just like, that was so stupid. Nothing is worth it. You know, why risk it? Another thing that the show shed some light on is that these dating apps aren't responsible for anyone's behavior. If they do anything, if they claim to be someone that they're not, the dating apps take absolutely no responsibility. I propose a dating app that actually does take responsibility and demands that everybody send in their identification where they live and allows them to do a background check. Only those who pass and supply all of the information about themselves should be allowed on the app. It can't be that hard. So I'm gonna pause now. It's now 10 p.m. Saturday night. I'm gonna pause this and I think I will be back after Summer's birthday party tomorrow and we'll do part two of this then. Hey guys, it's Jamie from the future. I just got back from little Summer Moon's first birthday party. She is just the most adorable baby ever. All the babies that were there today were the most adorable babies ever. Finally got to meet little Ocean and Cruz. MJ was there with her little one, Shams, I believe they, they named him after her dad. Little awkward moment with me and MJ because <laughs> she goes, oh, I've met you before. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I met her once before at Hannah Burner's stand-up show in Burbank. And I went with Sheena. And so the four of us were kind of hanging out in the green room after the show. I had my two glasses of rosé. And you know what happens. Drunk psychic Jamie was out. And yes, two glasses of wine get me drunk these days. I was sitting in the green room. And there was like this plate of sliced watermelon. My eyes and attention kept being drawn to this watermelon. Psychic Jamie kept feeling this presence of a man. I'm trying to ignore it. I'm trying to be a normal person out in a comedy club and I can't ignore it anymore. I'm like, okay, he won't leave me alone. <laughs> and I told Sheena, I was like, look, I think this is MJ's dad. He wants me to remind her of them having watermelon when she was a child and he's here. The last thing I want to do is go up to a person who I have no idea. First of all, I never met her before. I have no idea if they believe in this. To tell you the truth, I still don't know if I believe in it or if I'm. this is just what happens when I'm drunk. I will never just go up to a stranger very rarely and say, like, I have a message for you. But I was telling Sheena, I was just like, he won't leave me alone. <laughs> he's a very sweet man, but he's not stopping. And she's like, well, I'm just going to go tell her. I was like, I don't know if you should. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make her sad or if she doesn't believe in it, I don't want to piss her off. Eventually, Sheena was like, no, I think she believes in that stuff. I'm going to go tell her. I couldn't even look her in the face when Sheena was telling her. So I stayed in the green room. Sheena went outside of the green room where MJ was standing and she told her. Her reaction was really like laid back about it as if that was a normal thing to happen. She wasn't like shocked. She wasn't upset. 
She wasn't mad. She wasn't in disbelief. It was like she knew. I just thought that was really interesting. I never had someone have that kind of reaction before. But anyway, that was my first encounter with MJ. So here I am at Summer's birthday party and she's remembering this. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm the one that was talking to your dad. (laughs) But she was just so sweet. I don't know if she put the pieces together and realized that that was me or not, but she was so, so sweet. She was like, I love your dress. I love your makeup. We need to hang out, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, absolutely. She has a really great energy about her. That sounds so LA to say, but it's true. There was a bunch of kids there. Ivy came. She had a fun time. She was in the pool with Summer. Brock's family from Australia had flown in. So I met his sister. I believe his mom and other sister were there too. I just, there were so many people I didn't even get to meet them. But I did meet one of his sisters who was so sweet. She's way prettier than him. And I told her so. (laughs) It was such a really, really nice day. And getting back to that dress... I really kind of went out of my comfort zone and tried to not wear black. But anytime I do that, I feel so uncomfortable. I did it anyway. It wasn't like a spring color. It was like this salmon or coral colored silk shirt dress. It was super cute. I got a ton of compliments on it, which is letting me know I need to stop wearing black all the time. And I should be a little bit braver in my color choices. I ended up getting that dress at a boutique in Orange County. And it was in Tustin in this shopping center called The District. And the boutique is called Jasper and Plum. And the only reason I am shouting them out, other than the fact that I don't think I've ever gotten more compliments on anything I've ever worn, is that when I was in there, I found out it's a mother and daughter owned small business. And they do have an online store. I don't get anything back from this, but letting you know that for 20% off, if you wanted to purchase anything online, and the code is JP20. And their online store is www.jasperplum.com. Happy shopping. So I'm going to wrap up because it is Sunday, almost 7 p.m. I still need to edit and get this out at midnight. I may come back this week. Don't hold me to it. I may come back for a bonus episode. I hope you have an amazing week. And I will either talk to you soon or next Monday. Bye, guys.